A concord paced the confined space of his hut. His feet bounced off the mud floor. His back and shoulders ached with tension. In three long strides, he reached the end of one wall, grunted and turned to stomp in the other direction. Silver light from the moon filtered through the cracks in the door, shedding some light in the otherwise gloomy chamber. He had blown out the flame from the wicker lamp hours ago. Only a rich man could afford to waste money burning the lamp all night long. A harsh intake of breath filled his lungs with air smelling of damp earth. The patter of the overnight rain on the thatched roof stopped a while back. He'd lost a sense of time after spending most of the night tossing in bed. Moreover, he was an early riser. Only lazy men like his father spent their lives in bed when there were things to be done. His feet pounded the floor as his pacing increased. Thinking about his father was like stacking kindle firewood on the raging inferno already coursing through his veins. The man was the reason he was in this predicament in the first place. Indolent, wimpish, extravagant, and impoverished, his father stood for everything Okonkwa despised. He recognized the soft, urgent knock at the door which aroused and soothed him in equal measures. His heart rammed into his ribs in acknowledgement of his early morning visitor, and he sucked in a sharp breath. Swiveling, he was at the door in two strides. Equifi stood before him. A light breeze whipped the loose wrapper shielding her body from the chill in the air. It was plastered against her skin, revealing her feminine form in acute detail, as a light from the moon bathed her in an ash-gray ethereal halo. His breath died in his lungs as his heart thundered. His manhood awakened, stretching in the direction of the prize it sought. What are you doing here? he asked, allowing his earlier annoyance to come to the fore. A tentative smile curved her full lips and her pink tongue swiped the bottom one once in a nervous gesture he'd come to recognize after months of their doomed courtship. Every other notion was superseded by the urge to claim her mouth and subdue her questing tongue. I... He cut off her words by sweeping her into his arms and maneuvering into his chambers backwards. He didn't stop until she was laying flat on the mud bed covered with a woven raffia mat. In the distance, the sound of drumbeats matched his heart rate as he stared down at the beauty laying beneath him. He reached out and untied her hand-woven wrapper, the intricate brocade pattern identifying her status. He refused to let the implication spoil his admiration of the luscious bundle he just unwrapped. Her hair was plaited in twirling rows and converged at the top in a crown-like fashion. To him, she was a queen in repose, offering obeisance to her king. In the dim light, her dark skin gleamed as if it were polished wood, the swell of her breast full and ripe, her hips wide and shapely enough to cushion him in slick warmth to bear his children. But she isn't yours. The unwelcome thought reared its head and he stiffened momentarily. Her presence here was reckless and dangerous, a taboo. If he had his way, she would be his wife. But he had nothing to pay her bride price, would accept ambition and that counted for nothing, unless he had the wealth to back it up. He had no family wealth to rely on. His father had squandered what little he had and was now heavily in debt. I do not have long. Equifi's melodious voice drew his attention once more. You will stay for as long as I want you to stay. There was a brisk ting to his voice, 
It took all his restraint to stop from roaring his frustrations out loud. Watching the one woman he loved and knowing he couldn't have her killed him, nearly drove him insane. But he had a plan, and now that the plan was in motion, he could relax a little. One day he would marry Equifi, for now he would have her any way he could. Cocking his head to one side, he trailed the tip of his first finger around her collarbone. The pulse on her neck jumped and desire glazed her coppery eyes. The adoring way she looked at him made him feel he could achieve anything. For her, he would and more. He loved this about her, the ease to which she responded to his touches. Her lips parted slightly as she slipped her tongue out quickly. Every thought of censure left his mind and he dipped his head to claim her lips. The fire in his veins made his actions urgent and rough, but she welcomed it as she moaned into his mouth and writhed beneath him. The hand that breached her nether region was callous from farm work and found her to be slippery with desire. Okonkwa dipped his finger into her wet heat. Her inner walls contracted around it. Her loud moan filled his chamber. Equifi's mind and body melted. The man looming over her became the center of her world. These days, she lived for these stolen, forbidden moments with him. If they were ever caught... She didn't process the rest of the thought as his hand left her body. She was bereft of his touch and whimpered her displeasure. In good time, he chuckled at her impatience. Equifi closed her eyes, relishing the sensation that slowly built up within her body. When it came to her body, he was her lord. Every touch, every caress proved his mastery. Even as she tried to regulate her breathing, it increased along with her heart rate. To control the tremors racking her body in anticipation, her fingers clutched the bedclothes. He replaced his hand with his lips. They feathered kisses all over her back, setting her body off with tingles. Sensations flashed through her core, weeping with overflowing juices. As if he sensed it, his fingers breached her lower lips, dipping in and out as his other hand played with the button at her center. You are so warm. So slippery. Parting her legs, he delved in with his mouth. His tongue stroked her in a long sweep before tunneling into her wet folds. Mindless sensations overtook her body. She writhed, unable to control her body's response as he took her higher and higher towards her peak. As she coasted the wave, he pulled back. Please, she whimpered. She didn't mind begging for release. His effect on her was powerful and exhilarating, a potent elixir she needed. Please what? He stood up and flipped her over once more so she lay on her back. Please let me have my release. She licked her lips as she watched him, her hunger for him clouding her eyes. Not until I am deep inside you. He took off his clothes a piece at a time. She stared at his body in awe. A powerfully built man, his well-toned upper torso was always in view, wide shoulders and chest that tapered at the waist. His muscular tone was a result of hours spent working hard, farming, and training as a wrestler. One day, he would be the champion across the nine villages, he'd said. Perhaps he would be if the gods allowed it. Muscles rippled with each of his movements like the undulating flow of a river, with all his clothing on the floor, he stood bare before her, his manhood jutting magnificently upward. 
Excitement coursed through her. Tremors traveled through her as he knelt between her legs. Leaning over her, his lips swooped down on hers, reigniting the shameless desire within her. His tongue invaded her mouth. She tasted her tangy sweetness on his lips. His earthy spiciness assaulted her nostrils with each breath she struggled to take, her body keen but inflamed feelings. He roamed her body with his hands, tweaking and rubbing her breast, which grew heavier, and nipples that got tighter. They moved lower to caress her stomach and waist. Overcome by rippling sensations, she couldn't tell where she ended and where Okonkwa began. When he lifted his head, she was gasping for breath. I need you, please. She looked into his eyes, pleading. The emotion she saw in their dark depths knocked out her breath. In that moment, his soul was laid bare to her. This wasn't just a nonchalant affair to him. He was serious about claiming her permanently. But how could that happen? She already belonged to another. Uncertainty warred with her need to find fulfillment in his arms. The huskiness in his voice wrapped around her already heated body. The blunt head of his manhood nudged at her moist entrance. With one push, he filled her till he could go no further, his sacks rubbing against her buttocks. Her pulsating core clenched around him. Overwhelmed by feverish heat, she shouted his name and shattered into a thousand pieces. He muffled the sound by kissing her again. When he lifted his head, he had a boyish grin on his face. Shout like that again and you awaken everyone in the nine villages. His teasing words reminded her of their illicit actions. Instead of being frightened and halting him, she encouraged him with her smile and her body. As he withdrew slowly and drove into her, she couldn't help the soft moans that escaped her lips. He continued the excruciatingly slow pace for a while, building her up until she started panting for a release again. Moving her legs around his waist, she held onto his shoulders and tried to increase the pace, but he gripped her hips and continued his slow motion. She couldn't even begin to compare Okonkwa with her husband, Maduka. Okonkwa's lovemaking was set apart. Every touch, every movement of his body against hers drove her to the peak of her pleasure. Soon, he was setting a fast tempo, pounding into her, the sound of their joining bodies resounding in the small room. Having learned the new rhythm, she held on to him and kept up with his pace and joined every smack of his body against hers. His lips melded with hers, his tongue matching his body's actions. He moved his hands between them and touched her hooded flesh and she exploded, screaming his name into his mouth. After several more strokes, he let out a groan and spilled his seed inside her. Rolling to the side, he pulled her with him and held her close. With her head on his chest, she heard the irregular beating of his heart. I'm going to fight Amelinze the cat in a wrestling match. His voice was low and deep, and she detected some emotion in there too. When she lifted her head to look at him, his eyes shone with intensity, but there was tenderness there too. Fight him. Are you sure? He has been undefeated for years. He shrugged. It is time for his reign to come to an end. Moreover, when I beat him, my fame will grow across the villages, and I can take you as my wife. She sat up, staring at him with mouth agape. Do not joke. 
How? How can I joke with such a thing? Do, do you think I find it funny that you live with another man when you should be mine? She knew how much he hated their situation, but it couldn't be helped. Things could be a lot worse for both of them. Okonkwo, we have talked about this. I cannot leave my husband and move in with you. When I beat the cat and become rich and famous, you will be unable to resist me. His fingers caressed her face, gradually melting her resolve. I may not want to leave my husband. She suppressed a smile as she teased him. Then, I may have to commit murder. There was something about the way he said it that had her looking up at him. He pushed her back on the bed and pinned her with his body. He kissed her until she was out of breath. No other man will ever make you feel this way. I will beat Amalinze and you will become my wife. He whispered huskily against her face as she drifted off to sleep. Okay, that was Eyes Fell Apart, written by Kiru Tai.